Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am extremely excited tonight as we have the hard rock band Decipher down coming on momentarily, and because I know they are for time, the band is currently out on tour doing the City Rock Fest tour, and they're extremely busy. We have limited time tonight for the interview, so I really want to delve in. We usually do an introduction, but tonight I want to delve in, do a nice intro for the band, and then we will bring Brandon Mills, the guitarist, from Decipher Down on. So Decipher Down is a hard rock band that is based out of North Carolina. The band has been around for 15 years, but these guys have had so much success in this lifetime span, so to speak, that they've been around. They've released three best-selling albums, gathered seven number one radio hits, a Grammy, and a Dove Award nomination, as well as they have had song placements on major sporting events and promotional videos, which has garnered millions of views. So Cypher Down recently released their amazing, and I'm highly recommending people check it out and pick up a copy today, album, which is titled The Other Side of Darkness. It features their hit single, Nothing More. So again, pick it up on iTunes, Amazon Music, all the major digital sites, and also be sure to check them out on the City Rock Fest tour with Disciple, Seventh Day Slumber, sorry, that's a word teaser, Seventh Day Slumber, and many other amazing bands that they are currently on tour with. So let me go into the switchboard, and Brandon is here, so let's uh, bring him on the air and start the interview. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and taking a moment to come on and promote the You are so welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is what I'd like to do because I know that you guys are extremely busy. I usually do about an hour interview, but I know that tonight I do not have that luxury, so to speak. So I definitely want to do a little bit of background. I like to kind of take people on a journey and hear a little bit about kind of your upbringing, how you got involved in music. And then we'll okay. talk um, about how the band came together and then promote the album. Yeah, sure. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm on the uh, game, so let's do it. Cool. Sounds good. So, yeah, tell me, you grew up in North Carolina? I did. Um, a small beach town um, called Atlantic Beach, North Carolina. Um, but, uh, grew up surfing, um, playing guitar, um, Really kind of laid back lifestyle there. Love it. Still, still home for me today. So, very cool. And um, you said surfing, guitar, any other sports or any other interests that you had as a kid before we get into talking. You know, a little bit I mean, about I, getting I into played guitar. Some, I played some sports um, in high school, like soccer. Um, but music was definitely my passion, um, for sure. Um, okay. So, I just kind of kept that going. I guess didn't really pursue sports after uh, high school, except for, like, surfing and skateboarding. I still do that, but I'm feeling rather old these days. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a lot of fun. We have something in common. I'm a surfer, too. I've surfed for many years, so that's really cool to hear. Oh, killer. That's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's that's cool. I don't don't think I've really interviewed anyone, any musicians. I've done over 200 interviews, and I really can't think of many that have – you know, talk about surf, surfing and skateboarding. Oh, That's man, really that, cool. is, that is my therapy, man. Yes. I, I started definitely. surfing when I was probably seven years old, and, and it's just been in my blood ever since. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. And tell me a little bit about your family. Is there anyone in your family that's involved in the music industry? What do your parents do for work? Um, no, no. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's it's really random that, you know, a band from a small town in North Carolina like us, you know, got signed and have done everything that we, we've done in our careers. Um, there was no musical background in my family or, or any of us really. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy. So we okay. didn't really have so a, a a way in, I guess you could say. It just it, all the pieces kind of just fell in line for us. So nice, nice. And what do your parents do for a living? If you don't mind me asking, just to throw in some interesting uh, stuff. My that dad people actually, um, my dad passed away when I was 11 years old. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that was tragic for sure. Um, my my mom. Um, pretty much raised me and my sister as a single parent. Um, okay. Eventually remarried, but um, she was like an orthodontist assistant, um, or like okay. a um, oral surgeon. She did a lot of that stuff, like assisting the surgeons and stuff like that. So she's retired nice. now. So she's living okay. her life. <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah. okay, so let's get into guitar. How old were you when you started to get inspired by the guitar and you know, talk a little, if you can tell us a story about, you know, what was it that inspired you? Was it a friend that you saw playing it, something on TV? Give us a little background um, on that, and then we'll start to get into yeah, the Yeah, just, um, I, I mean, I, I, my grandfather actually gave me a guitar when I was super young, and I really wasn't into it. I kind of just let it sit around for many, many, many years. Um, I don't know, and then, and then um, I don't know, about 13 years old, um, I just started like being really uh, interested in it, you know, um, I was listening to a lot of, um, I guess, classic rock, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, um, just stuff that was a little before my time, but I really dug it, you know, and then um, mm-hmm. start, I just started getting into guitar and, and learning a lot of those songs, and um, I don't know, man, music always just kind of helped me, um, just with everything I was dealing with in my life, and um I, I guess I just wanted to. I don't know, man. I just wanted to to do that. You know, I I don't I don't know. I mean, it was never. I never really thought I could do it. I just knew that I had that desire. You know, like it was just. Sure. I just well, anytime I picked up a guitar, it was like it was almost um, therapeutic like ther- in a way. Yeah, you know? therapeutic, exactly. Yeah, so I right. just I would just play it for hours on end and you know, write songs and riffs and melodies and lyrics, millions and thousands of melodies and lyrics and guitar riffs out there that will never be heard, but I've played them, you Aww. know. Right. But, and did you, um, you know, did you ever take any formal lessons or anything? I mean, you're, you're phenomenal. I love um, the new album. It's, I, it's great. Uh, I did. I had a guy. I didn't really take lessons. I, I knew a guy, and he was like, I'll show you a few things, and then you're kind of on your own. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much what 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 happened. Um, you know, he showed me a few chords and uh, and the intro to Stairway to Heaven, and it was pretty like, <laughs> and it was, you know, you're on your own. So um, right. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just really loved it, man. I I, I mean, I could, even even now I can pick up a guitar and play it for three or four hours, and it's like time just just flies by. You know, it's crazy. Okay. Just kind of lose yourself, so to speak, right? Yeah, I, I really do. It's 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 pretty nuts. 
Like I really wow. enjoy it that much, even even still. So. Well, that's great. I mean, it's a passion, and it's something that you've never, you know, evidently gotten bored with. And you guys have done some amazing stuff, as I did in the intro for you guys before I brought you on. Um, so let's talk a little bit about. So you went through high school, and after high school, did you go to college, or did you really focus, you know, exclusively um, on trying to I, pursue I, music? You know, I, let's just say this: I tried college <laughs> okay. a few times, uh, but like the waves would like call my name man I, I was very I couldn't focus on school man like you know I'd be in class and the surf would be at high glass and I just wouldn't show up and, right <laughs> um you know I just I don't know man I, I tried it but I think it was more just because you know that was what was socially accepted or what I should do uh you know you, there's not a lot of encouragement you know, when you're playing music, like, hey, man, you could really do this for a living one day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. people are generally like, hey, you need to, like, you know, get an education and figure out what you want to do with your life. And, um, right. you know, and during all that, I, I was always playing in bands and, and playing with friends and um, just as much as I could. And we weren't very good, okay. you know. <laughs> we weren't very good at all, but we – but we had a ton of fun, you know. We would play anywhere that we could. So nice. So let's um. So tell me a little bit about you guys have been around for 15 years, and I know again due to time um, limitations, I we can't get into details of some of the lineup changes, and I know you've had you know a few members come and go over the years. But you know, tell us the story in the background about how Decipher Down you know came together. You guys did sign back in the day with Columbia, um, a branch of Columbia. So, yeah, tell yeah. us the story about how the band got together, and then we'll start branching um, into the new album. Yeah, I mean, I, I was playing with uh, some friends of mine, uh, which was Caleb Oliver and Josh Oliver at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably like 2000, early 2000s. Um, and we would we would play, you know, anywhere we could, really. We, we just would write songs. And um, it was around that time that Chris Klontz, which is um, a He's still in the band. Uh, he's the other guitar right. player, um, very heavily um, involved in the writing process with Decipher Down. Great guy, um, super talented. Um, anyway, we he came into the band um, 2001, 2002, and that was when we started Decipher. Like we we were kind of didn't have a ton of direction back then and and he kind of brought in a niche that we kind of like birthed the sound together it kind of like shifted what we were doing and um that's where we when we kind of started the band and titled it we called it decipher originally um and we we toured we played regionally and for a few years before we got um label interest and um like the band we're on tour with right now disciple we actually signed right. to the same um, label as them, so yep, it got I very, read about that. It got very, it got very confusing in the beginning, like marketing, decipher, <laughs> disciple. So we were like, man, we really like decipher. Um, you know, what can we do to not like change it, but just kind of make it different? Um, so that's when we um, we added the down uh, to the name, um, which it, it, it a crazy story. We were like, we had these download cards for like our, our single and we got a box of them in and it said decipher down on the side of the cardboard box which stood for decipher download cards and we saw oh. it and we're like, hey, man, that that's kind of cool you know 
Very like, cool. It, it's it's like it still makes sense, and we don't have to change anything. Um, so that was a way for us to kind of keep what we had going, you know, and not have to start completely over, you know, with a new name and a new brand. Right, um, right. And that was that was like 2004, 2005 that we did that. And uh, we we actually signed in the fall of 2005, and our our first record came out 2006 in in June, um, which was End of Grey. Uh, so that was our our first national release. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of how it how it all happened. I mean, as far as details. Right, um, and we can't. I understand. We can't get into. You're more than welcome to come back on. You know, of course, yeah, 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 if you have to, more time. Um, so please, I'd love to have you back on. I'll do a really, a really cool, thorough interview. But I think what's interesting, yeah. what I read about uh, Brandon, is that you know you guys were signed to some major labels. As I said in the beginning, you've had you know seven number one hits. And when I became familiar with you guys, was actually back around 2006, 2007 ish when I heard your song "Fight Like This." And it was just yeah. immediately, you know, that was just awesome. And it was funny when I got the uh, press release recently from Rick Hoganson, and I want to thank him again for setting up the interview. I was like, oh, my gosh, the sites are down. I'm like, I haven't heard of these guys in a while. And I was like, I'd love oh, to interview them. Yeah, right away. It was like, I totally remember them. I remember that song, and it was such a great track. Cool. And so, yeah, so that's how that kind of came to fruition. But um, what was interesting yeah. to read is that you guys decided to you know, go independent this time and, you know, release the album on your own. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, we've had, we had three um, national releases, and our, our, mm-hmm. our last record that we released, Scarecrow, was a lot different from anything we had done. Um, and, and, I mean, basically, after our record crash, we wrote for, we wrote for two or three years, really, for our next record. Um, right. And, uh, you know, it started out being a, a fun process, but towards the end of it, you know, it was almost disheartening. Um, we, you know, we just didn't feel like we could really make our label happy. Um, uh, and, and not talking bad to any about right. any of those guys at all. We love them and we're so thankful for how they, you know, fueled what we did and, and push us. But it just wasn't gelling. Um, you know, and it was it was really frustrating. Um, and we just got burnt out. I mean, we were doing all this sure. while playing 200, 200 plus shows a year, uh, oh you know, and and trying to write this record. And we wrote 70 or 80 songs. And it was like we were still at square one. And, um, you know, we ended up doing, um, I guess you would call it a showcase for Roadrunner and Mm-hmm. Um, Atlantic Records and some of these bigger record labels, and we we really were like, okay, this is it. You know, we've been working really hard, and and we kind of put all our eggs in that basket, you know. And and they and um, after the show, they you know they really liked the band, but they wanted us to keep writing, and we were just so so burnt out from writing. I mean, you, you know, mm-hmm. your first batch of songs you are pretty inspired, but by the sixty or seventy seventy ish song you're you know you're a little bit um tired you know yeah and, um, yeah so you know we we decided at that point like hey man you know uh you know we're just gonna go in the studio and we're gonna write a record in the studio and it and that was scarecrow we ended up writing a record 
um, that was more just a, a tribute to bands we grew up on, to be honest with you. It's very 90s, grungy-sounding records. Nice. Um, that we really just wrote in the studio because, you know, no, we didn't really think the other songs were what anybody wanted to hear anyway. And But it ended up that the label and our manager, they didn't really dig the record. Um, you know, and I, I mean, you know, whatever. It, it, was, it really was a lot different. Uh, we really liked the record. We, I mean, I still love the record. I think it's a really cool record. Uh, and a lot of people do do like it, and a lot of people don't like it <laughs> because it's right. definitely not like right. the, the cipher down that own. we started out on. Right. Um, but so, you know, with this record, I, we got out of our contract. Okay, so that. basically, we at that moment we were like, we're done touring. We don't want to do anything. We were really complete. We were really burnt out. We were just done. We were over. It. We we all went home. We all got regular jobs. Um, you know, and, and we did that for about two and a half years. We played a handful of shows during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I really thought that the Cypher Down was, was done. I, I thought that it was. Right. Um, and I what thought was really finished. quick, just for, just for something interesting, what were you doing for work when you were on the hiatus? I was actually, you know? I was actually uh, a buddy of mine owns a landscaping company. Uh, okay. Matt Barks Landscaping. <laughs> so nice. I was actually helping him out uh, doing that and doing guitar lessons, and uh, I actually Very built a studio. Cool. And I was I've been doing a lot of producing and recording. Um, wow. Just anything, man. Okay. As a musician, it, you know you, you're hustling all the time. I mean, it, right. it it's really that way. You know, you you do a couple months of tour, you come off the road, and it's like, okay, I got to do something. You know, you know, because we all have families. And uh, we all have to provide for our families and our kids and sure. our wives. Uh, you know, so we're always hustling. Um, but, you know, okay. God always provides for us, man. So um, I'm not Great. complaining about that. But um, so, let's, so basically, yeah, let's talk a little we, bit um, about when you started to kind of amp up again to, to write yeah, The Other we, Side uh, of Darkness, which is great. We, we, our record label, we had one more record to fulfill. And they decided to put out that anthology record. I don't know if you know right. about that or not. Um, yeah, I read about that. So that yep. kind of that kind of fulfilled our our contract um, obligations with our Good. with our record company. Um, you know, and about a year after that, they released us. You know, and it, it was so mm-hmm. weird, man. We like as soon as they released us, we were like, dude, we should do a record. We should like get <laughs> in the studio and like right. do like write some songs that we love and are feeling and put it out there. And, and, uh, and literally as soon as we said that, we got a phone call like, Hey, you guys want to go out on this tour with us? We were like, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, we haven't toured in three years and it's really scary to even think about doing it again, but yeah, sure. Let's do it. You know? And and it was just so different, man, because you know, we were like, yeah, let's do a record. And then, our, you know, it wasn't like our our management or, or label was making this tour happen. It was just friends of ours saying, hey, you guys want to come out and be on this tour? We, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no yeah. infrastructure, like, there making all no... these things happen. So it felt very and organic. No and, yeah, yeah no it pressure. Felt, I mean, you it guys felt now like, can wow, make man. your own choices. Yeah, absolutely. So... We started getting together and writing for the other side of darkness, and it was so like easy. It, it was just it was 
so much freedom, and we had such a good time mm-hmm. making this record. And um, I, we we're just super pumped on this record. Like it, it it's it, we took it back to kind of where we started, and um, we just we're we're just letting it kind of just flow, you know. And 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 it, I feel like it came out great, and um, hopefully our it fans did. agree. But um, yeah, and, and now we're. You know, it's like there's One fresh wind time. in the sails, and we're we're doing it again. So it's it's, it's crazy. Great. So yeah, quick question: Did you guys um, self-produce it and record it all on your own, or did anyone else come in? Yeah, yeah, we. Um, oh wow. We did. We self-produced this record in my studio in North Carolina. Um, we did have you know a guy mix it for us and master you okay. know mastering. We we did do all that, but yeah, I mean that was probably what was so cool about this record process is that. You know, we spent seven months doing this record, <laughs> where before, mm-hmm. we, you know, we would spend a month, like, and cram it oh all God. in. Like, okay, we got to do, we got to do all the drums this week, all the guitars, all the vocals. You know, we actually got to live with this record, and enjoy mm-hmm. the whole process. And there was no pressure of, we got to be done at this time, the releases at this time. You know, we literally made this record in our own time frame and then we and then set the release date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now that's, which was a to- totally that, different um why you guys are probably so excited about it and your passion and drive came back was because it was all on your own accord. You guys could, you know, like you said, choose when you want to release it, choose when you want to write, you know, write what you want to write and not feel pressured yeah. that you have to write a certain style or you exactly. know what I mean? So there, that's great. Yeah, and there was no like, okay, uh we need ten more songs. Like right. we literally wrote the songs for this record. We're like, okay, let's put them out. <laughs> you know, it's like, nice. yes. So, uh, you know, well, I mean, uh, again, I know. just for for time purposes, Brandon. And again, I'd love to keep you on longer. Um, but I do want to respect Rick and and what he, you know, gave me. Yeah. I just want to, you know, some of my personal. Well, yeah, I would love to come it. back on. So. It... Yeah, yeah. I'll send you. We're friends on Facebook. I'll send you a private message. But um, just like right. you know, some of my first personal favorites off the album are Dead Skin's Great, Believe in Me, Amazing, Lifetime's Great, Anchor Me's Great, and of course the single Nothing More, which we are going to feature tonight. So um, awesome. why don't you do this? Tell us a little bit about that track, and then what we'll do is, you know, I'll let you off the air, we'll close the show with that track, and then we can be in okay. touch. All right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, no, must, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so Nothing, nothing More. And um, yeah. yeah, why you chose that one as your first single? Um, I think I think um, the reason we chose that one is just because when we wrote wrote the song, I, I don't know, we were just really stoked on it. Like we really loved the way it sounded, and we I don't know, we just felt really great about that song. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we were just maybe we were just biased and we just loved it. <laughs> but we were like, Dude, this song is <laughs> okay. so cool, you know. Um, and and the subject matter, you know, it's like the song stems from you know. Er- all of us have things in our life that we probably wish were better or, you know, mm-hmm. things that we like don't like about ourselves or things we struggle with. Um, you know, and this song is kind of an anthem, you know, to, to draw a line in the, in the sand and basically say, I'm done with that. You know, whether it's, you know, um, an abusive relationship, a drug addiction, um, just anything that like is a toxin in your, in your body, and in your daily life, um, you know, this song is a cry out saying, hey, man, I, I want nothing more of that. Like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm right. moving on. Like, and, um, 
it, it man, it's been an, uh, even a great song for us as a band just to, you know, with things that we've been through in the industry and, and it's so crazy because sure. the song is, is, it just kind of covers a multitude of like subject matters that we've been through as a band. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Which is cool, you know. It's it. cool that a song can do that. Like it can just, you know, it it it's personal for for whatever you're dealing with, you know. Um, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. We just really love that and love the song and um, hope that people could kind of be encouraged by that, you know. Like, hey, you know, you can you can move on from this stuff, like, you know. So. Yeah, know, we, uh, no, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's a very open ended song and open to interpretation, and I think people really can relate to it and apply it to their own lives as you know they see fit. So I, I definitely agree with you. But yeah, but I want to thank you so much, Brandon, for coming on tonight, and um, yeah, I wish you absolutely. guys much success thank you so much. with your tour and with the album. And again, it's it's a really phenomenal album, and I will definitely plug it after I play the song and tell people to continue. Uh, purchasing it and picking a copy up. Great. Thank you so much, right. Carrie. Yeah, All thank right. you so much. And much success right. and we'll be in touch. Okay? All right, have a great night. All right. All right. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Brandon Mills from the band Decipher Down. We're going to check out their hit single right now, which is titled Nothing More, off of their album The Other Side of Darkness. So let's check that out, and then I'll come back and wrap up the show.
All right, everyone, welcome back to the Carrie Edelman Show. Again, nothing more by Decipher Down. Please be sure to pick up a copy of their album, The Other Side of Darkness, which is out now, and it is phenomenal. I'm serious. I don't think there's one filler track on that album. Really great stuff that these guys did with this album, and they should really be proud of themselves. Also, be sure to check them out on the City Rock Tour Fest, if I pronounced that correctly. Let me go back to my window here. Yep. Uh, City Rock Fest Tour, which they are on right now with Disciple, A Seventh Day Slumber, Spoken, and Children, 18-3. So, um, limited interview tonight just because of time purposes, but I recognize that these guys are on tour and have a lot of stuff to do. So, please become a fan of The Carrie Edelman Show. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Facebook by typing in The Carrie Edelman Show. Also, follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you back. And also, I have some pages for personal pages on Facebook, so find the one that's not maxed out, as I'd love to keep in touch with people that way, too. Next Monday, we have on, which is going to be April 25th, if I'm correct, um, the Hard Rock Band Throw the Fight is going to be coming on. We're going to be promoting their new album, so it'll be a great interview. That's going to start at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And then I am going to be booking some more interviews um, to start booking out May and June. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please check out my uh, podcast. Uh, I have over 200 interviews with comedians, musicians, filmmakers, and more. And I really do a thorough, comprehensive interview. Usually my interviews are an hour to an hour plus and really get some cool background information on the artists and guests that I have on my show that you will not hear about anywhere else. So thank you so much for tuning in tonight, and have a great night.